Like, don't at me. Episode 45, part of the Repertoire Network. We still recording, still rolling. Here with Chance. Chance, what's going on, man? You got something fuzzy in picture. What? Oh, this? Yeah. Uh, I I, I killed somebody from uh, Sesame Street, you know what I'm saying? Made a pillow out of their skin. Looks like that. That That's mad soft. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just chilling, man. I watch the Terminator 2. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. Yeah. Drinking some water now. Kicking with uh, kicking with Jock. Jock, what's going on, man? We you've been selling the Pierre style masks like crazy, man. Yeah, man. I have been. Um, got another colorway coming out. I got the ivory joints coming out, like an off-white color. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. Ivory, yeah. Ivory. But besides that, man, I'm happy yeah, about this uh, Rockets game coming up, man. That's what I'm really. Mm-hmm. You know, excited about today. That's why you all are hearing this early. You're gonna it's dropping Tuesday night on the YouTube at least. Um shout out to the YouTube too, by the way. We're at fifty-seven subscribers now. Slowly mm-hmm. making our way to one hundred. If you all want to do anything to help us grow, go right now, subscribe on YouTube. You'll be able to see the episode before it drops, the audio editions on Apple or Spotify, and you get to see all our handsome mugs. And any of our products that we're dropping. But, uh, yeah, that's why you all are going to hear us early today because uh, Rockets time. Gary, I know you were hyped up about the Rockets, man. You're getting the taco, getting dinner out of the way early. Free up yeah. time. Uh, yeah. Watch the game. No no breaks, no hesitations. Yeah, I had to get a quick snack before the recording. I know I was going to go straight into drinking in the game. So, let's get it. I swear it's sad, man. NBA playoffs. Let's go. Yes, all right. What did uh start out with a with a bit of a thank you you know showing gratitude to the fans we've had uh it's been 45 episodes so we started this back up in october so we're closing in on a year and uh we've got 200 fans on facebook i just mentioned we've got 57 subs on youtube uh you all are showing us love on the podcast side too you know, we're seeing tons of hits. Surprising, what surprised me, we actually have more Spotify listeners than we do Apple Podcasts. But hey, to each their own. Hopefully, one day the repertoire. Hey, I don't know why. I I know exactly why. Why is that? Because I told y'all who like is Spotify's like demographic. It's like white girls. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you feel me? You got, you know, three bros and, and Mike, you know, complimentary brother, you know what I'm saying? Super light-skinned dude. So, you know, we get the love on Spotify, even though they just listening. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we got to start doing a video on there, though. You know what I'm saying? We got to step our game up all kind of ways. But, you know, it's all right, man. Like, I appreciate all the fans, all the listeners. You know what I'm saying? I don't think y'all fans or whatever, you know. It's just like, just like sitting the in the room, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I listen to podcasts for a long time, so I know the feeling of it. You know what I'm saying? The people that really fuck with us. And there's some that do. So, you know, y'all part of the Donut Militia. You know what I mean? So, soldier up, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, 
don't at me, but we want y'all to add us, you know, join the conversation. Jags probably probably took the words out of your mouth on that one. Yeah, you did, actually. Uh, and also, I want to say thank everybody for giving us constructive, like, criticism and feedback. Because we have been, like, listening to you guys and trying to implement that in our podcast as well. So thanks to all our day ones, man. I know it's been a long journey from where we were to, like, now, you know, especially with the pandemic, of course, going on. But we still, still at it, you know, 45. Still at it. New technology, innovations. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we're working on, too. <clears throat> um, we'll mention some of that later, but, you know, we're, we're trying to build a network here. Of course, y'all know Don't Add Me as the flagship, but it's part of the repertoire network of uh, podcasts. We've got Play By Ear. And we've got a couple other that we're in the talks of building out, you know, politicking, uh, conspiracy, yesteryear. I won't get too deep into them because we don't know when they're going to come out, but hopefully sooner rather than later. We're trying to grow and, uh, you know, you all are a big part of that. So thank you. Thank you for subscribing. Thanks you. Thank you for supporting us, sticking with us, and uh, let's just keep growing. Let's keep getting it. Thanks. With that, let's jump into the docket. So some of the latest outrage uh, hitting the news cycles the last week or so. He's always in the news cycle. 6ix9ine, Takashi, Tech Action, whatever it is, Tongue Twister. So he's in, uh, he was in the news this past week for visiting Nipsey Hussle's mural. And uh, I mean, immediately after, you know what, we, I'll pull up the video here in a second. Immediately afterwards, you see him being escorted away by the police. So, I mean, clearly it's a stunt. You know, he goes, he shows, pays homage, right, to this mural of Nipsey out in L.A. Uh, but he's always been one of those to say, I'm the king of whatever city he's in, even though he has no affiliation. So a lot of people scream foul, especially after he's being escorted away by police. So, I mean, I wanted to see what y'all thought. Everybody seems to feel like, hey, that was a little bit out of line, a little bit out of bounds. This guy's whole purpose is to provoke his whole goal is to piss people off and stir outrage. Exactly, you know, the, the content of what this podcast is about. So I want to get Charles feel on it. So Gary's smiling. I feel like Gary's got the big, like the most, like, Man. he's got a take. He's holding on. So let's yeah. start with you, Gary. Uh, I was going to say, first off, 6 9 is great for podcasts because he, he, he's always trolling. So he gives, like, he gives us good, like, good content. So I like that. Um, but Overall, like a lot, of, I feel like a lot of people from LA aren't even really from LA. So when he says he's like the king of LA, really he's just saying he's the king of a melting pot, regardless. Um, but uh, as far as the whole uh, Nipsey thing, like uh, a lot of goons in LA, you know, like at his head, like you know, sending them messages like, "Hey, don't do that," you know, or you know, pretty much you you don't get shot, and it's it's kind of bad too because I can see that coming. But uh, I didn't really have a problem with it if it was just like a stunt to just be like, hey, you know, I'm showing my respects. But in the way in which he did it, you knew he was being recorded to troll specifically, to pretty much enrage like LA rappers. So because of the intent, I don't like it. And I, I kinda, I'm kind of scared for him because I think he's gonna get hemmed up soon. Yeah, um, I agree, man. It's definitely, he does a lot. You know what I mean? To try to stay relevant, I guess. And the way he goes about doing it, I don't agree with. I'm kind of personally tired of seeing him <laughs> talking about him. But I know, like, he's, he's like, good, like you said, good podcast, you know. But he, he's a smart dude as far as, like, marketing. You know, I'll just leave it at that. 
Hey, it looks like somebody already broke his goddamn arm. What the hell are you doing out there, man? We ain't tripping. What's crazy is this shit that got like nine million views. You know what I'm saying? Like, who, like, what? This dude got like more than nine million followers. Like, who cares, man? People worry about the wrong thing, in my opinion. And you know, I I don't know. Like, uh, I I just I don't even see the point. You know, like. Oh, somebody should run down them. <laughs> My opinion. I mean, get the, get get, them, get done with it. The weakest point to me is you immediately see the police going over and like walking him back to his car. They didn't. He didn't show that. Obviously, he's not going to show. Hey, I'm protected. But that's where the whole disingenuous part of it comes back from me, and that's what kind of rubs me the wrong way because he's out here just trying to get attention. He's out here trying to provoke, trying to have people do exactly what we're doing. Talk about him, right? So I mean. Uh-huh. That's something like Jerry mentioned, you know, it's kind of that love-hate. Hey, I like that he gives us something to talk about. He gives us some outrage to kind of weigh in on. Um, I'm not a fan of him at all. I think his music sucks. I think the content of it sucks. I think his delivery sucks. I think his gimmick sucks with the bubblegum fucking hair, even though he's got the black, you know, effeminate pigtails now. His whole style, I'm not a fan at all. I haven't said that. Clearly, it's a, a character. It's clearly like wrestling. You know, it's like a wrestling facade. It's a personality more than anything. I don't really see him as an artist. I see him as somebody that's just a social media influencer, somebody that's more within that realm as opposed to, you know, being a uh, a music talent because I don't really see much talent at all when I think about 6 9 So, I don't know. I mean – Again, we're talking about him, so there's got to be something to it, right? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I'm just <laughs> being distracted <laughs> with the the eating. No, nah, it's not that. It's just I don't know, man. It's it's just it's crazy, man. How this dude, <laughs> he's like the ultimate finesser with everything. I feel you know, like he got out of jail somehow, you know, and just went right back to doing what he was doing. And to me, that's just like. It's laughable, you know? Like, he's not – he literally does not take anything seriously, like life or anything, you know? And it just – you know, something, like you said, I don't see nothing good happening from this. If he keeps going around, he's going. Everybody's saying the same thing. And, you know, time will tell, I guess, now. So, we'll see. Foul or not, what's our final verdict? I say foul just because of the intent. Foul, Definitely. Sure. A foul. <laughs> it's foul as shit. Chance is shrug. <laughs> I'm with Chance too, man. I'm kinda over this dude. I've been over it. You know? I feel you. Yeah, no, nah, Jack. Um no, nah, I get that. But uh the whole reason this even came up is just because mainly for me, I was, like I was gonna bring up just because Nipsey is related to Nipsey. So so um like I view it as rather than six nine news, more of just like respect to Nip and uh like yeah. just calling somebody out like, hey, like, you know, that's ain't cool. I will say that, like Nipsey, I, I never really knew much of his music, you know, not for any reason. It's not that I'm, like, not a fan or against him. I just haven't really been exposed to much of his music. I guess I can always go and listen. But, you know, all I need to see is how much love he's gotten after he's passed. I mean, plenty of rappers pass, and then all of a sudden they're icons, right? All of a sudden they're legends. All of a sudden everybody that supports him comes out of the woodworks, but with him, I feel like there was like a universal respect, you know, and there was like a universal love for him. He tried to be out in the community, helping people out that are less fortunate. 
Uh, he brought a lot of pe- people together. And I mean, West Coast rap has been really quiet the last decade or so. So I mean, I mean, what do you really have since the 2000s? The game. So well, in a lot of ways, you know, I think he can show himself as right. I'm one of the big names in the West. Um, but I mean, again, it shows, like I said, like that universal respect. The fact that everybody came out to his defense and immediately went after Six Nine because of this. That shows me how much people really cared about the guy and how many people he impacted. Definitely. Yeah, um, I think yeah, you're right with that. Like, people probably were more interested in it, like, because it's it's Nipsey. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like a disrespect to Nipsey. You know what I'm saying? Just for him to be even in L.A., like, you know, like, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, the 6 9 thing, like, really, to me, like, at the core of it is super weird. And, like, it, I don't know, man. It could be something that I say for conspiracies because I feel like, you know, we've already kind of spent <laughs> – uh, too much time on them, like uh, on you know this platform, but uh, like I do have like a, a, a conspiracy about like six nine and like you know like antics and why you know like that is still going on after these three years of it of you know what I'm saying like actual litigation and it you know getting to the point where it is now you know so I don't, I don't know man it's it's deeper than than the surface than what we're seeing and why we're still I'll seeing add that to so, the Conspiracy uh, uh, yeah, yeah I, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that, man, because, like, it's there, there's a lot of things going on, like, and there's so much, you know, that we just don't know because it's all, like, a bunch of noise. It all seems like a bunch of static, but there's a bunch of, I don't know, man. This this world is really changing, and it's changing in front of us, you know? But, uh, and I don't know, I'll leave it at that, man. Like, what's, what's next on the docket? Unless anybody got anything else to say. On yeah, 69. I got one more thing to say. Are y'all really? So I got one more thing to say. Are y'all really even like surprised though? You know what I mean? Like it shouldn't be surprising because like look at his whole career and like stuff that he's always done. You know, even though it is Nip and that's a legend, R.I.P. But people shouldn't be surprised. In I mean, yeah, he's always backed his whole thing on being bold, right? But I think you know once he was let out, <laughs> because he really got a little slap on the wrist. Once he was let out. I felt like his best interest is to keep a low profile. Cause I mean, there are people. I'm. I mean, there are people that are like gonna be gunning after him. We've been saying that. Everybody's been saying that. We haven't seen it yet. I mean, you see, he's always swarmed by police, and yet he's still relevant. But yeah, it surprises me kind of the the lengths he's going to provoke. You know, it's like now you're impeaching on an area that you know has almost universal respect and people looking out for him, and you're gonna go kind of ruffle those feathers. I, I just. It's silly to me, but so much of what he does is silly. So, yeah, it is. But he did like do all of that for you know that from the last four years, I would say you know since his his rise as Takashi Six Nine, uh, you know since 2016, he was doing a bunch of crazy shit. But I remember when he was trying to do some shit in here, and he got caught at the airport here in Houston. Like you know what I'm saying? Like him and his people got in a fight. Like that was a funny video. That. I, I enjoyed that about six nine when he actually got like fucking ran down on and shit. Yeah, you know? like yeah, he don't come around here with that bullshit. Yeah, shout out to Rap a lot. No false claiming. <laughs> All right, next up, speaking of false claiming, uh, laugh now, cry later. So, uh, new single, Drake, Lil Dirt. Of course, you know Drake's style. He immediately has to go out there with his Raptors gear on. He wants to be drafted so bad. 
But, uh, you know, that song came out, two parts to my, to the reason why this is on the docket, right? Number one, song came out, look, Drake, I'll give him that, he's good with singles, but he's more of a pop star in my mind than a rap star, you know? Or, you know, hey, if you're a pop star, you make singles, you know? So that's one thing. And then the second thing, the moment it came out, you already saw that same imagery with Drake with the hat on. I mean, shit, you saw it on our Instagram, at the Rep Network. Shout out, plug, shameless. Um, you know, you see him with the little Raptors hat on. I feel like he's the most memeable celebrity of all time. Like, the second people find a funny pic of Drake, it goes into the memosphere. And I've used him, too, before, just in sending, like, group texts and group chats and shit like that. I want to see what y'all felt. Who's the most memeable uh, celebrity of all time if it's not Drake? Change my mind, I guess is what I'm saying. LeBron James. LeBron is – yeah, LeBron yeah. – okay, yeah, that's actually a really good counter. Jock did yeah. his homework on that one. <laughs> but, but did you say artist, though, or you said just anyone in general? Just celebrity. Yeah, said I think I celebrity. said okay. artist, but I meant to say celebrity because to Jock's point, if it isn't Drake – is LeBron. I mean, who else are the meme fucking Hall of Fame? They're at the top, the top right there. Um, but I guess the music uh, itself, you know, like, how did y'all feel about that? Because I know y'all listen to Drake some. Chance, not so much, but... Future. It's another one. I, I would say with the meme thing, just to go back to that real quick, I, I would say, like, my picks are, are usually, like, a, you know, a, I, I would say it would be between, shit, Trump and Barack Obama. Actually, there's a bunch of funny memes with like both of them, you know what I'm saying? Just like hilarious, and it, like it doesn't even have to like do with them, you know what I'm saying? It's just like they're just doing something, and you know, what I'm saying like you know, the classic meme uh situation where it's like you know, you just look a certain way type deal, you know what I'm saying? It's like when you uh, I don't know, when you like, I don't know, like shit on the floor when you're trying to take a uh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a funny what? picture of Trump. You know what I'm saying? Now, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm to, I'm, I feel like... I feel like with Trump, it's more so, like, shit he says or does that just gets circulated. You know, it's not so much like a uh, meme. I mean, you will see both of them, yeah, but, I mean, you see yeah. Obama with ice cream or Obama standing in the door, but not too much yeah, outside yeah, of that, yeah, right? Yeah. But, like... LeBron and Drake, I guess I could look at my my photo album, the ones that I send the most. And I mean, it is LeBron and Drake. And then, Jock, you got a good point on Future, too. I mean, that's like a whole genre of memes out here. Yeah, that's a... It's his own galaxy. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's his own galaxy. Just being in every meme. I want to know how they feel. He probably controls on every meme about them, you know? Gary, if it's uh, who else is in that Mount Rushmore? If it's LeBron, Drake, mm-hmm. Future, who would be the fourth one in there? Uh, man, I got it's a tie for four. It'll be um, Jordan and SpongeBob. SpongeBob, uh, yeah, yeah, SpongeBob. If you count SpongeBob like as like yeah. celebrity, then yeah, it's hard to it's it hard is. to deny SpongeBob. I mean, I mean, he has to be a celebrity if like the uh, the creator passed away years ago, and then now Nickelodeon's trying to take it over and make him. I mean, make SpongeBob gay. So obviously, he has relevance. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about that too before in a previous episode. But uh, the music itself. So what did y'all think of the singer? Yeah. I-, I liked it. It was. Um, I think the. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. I think the actual uh, video was great. 
Like, without yeah. that video, I feel like it wouldn't make the actual song that makes sense for me, you yeah. know, personally. And I, I would agree with that, too, because, I mean, the Nike uh, what headquarters <coughs> is pretty much the foundation for that video. So, I mean, big time. Um, you know, another thing that's kind of interesting about Drake, you know, we've talked about music coming out during quarantine, kind of in these times. You know, Drake's one of those who really benefits from playing at bars, clubs, you know, like, it's pop. You know, it's basically urban pop is what you can call Drake. You know what I mean? So you'd hear that at bars, and that's kind of how those songs kind of catch on. Now it's like, you know, everybody's at home on their phones. I feel like singles are really more so circulating uh, and catching on just through social media. I mean, that's always been there. It's always been a part of it. But I don't know. It's kind of interesting, the dynamic where, like, you know, a Drake single doesn't really get popular the way that it used to. And if so, like, in what manners? Because we're not really hearing that out at bars and clubs, you know? Like, that's one dynamic that I feel like is overlooked. But, um, you know, we've talked about where is all the good music. I think that is a big contributing factor. And I agree. Um, I think that Drake was smart for, like, utilizing TikTok. That was one big platform that he capitalized on to, you know, to promote his songs. You know, other artists as well, they use TikTok a lot too. So when that goes away next month or so, hopefully, I wonder what they're going to do, you know, once TikTok's no more, finally. That's a really good point. It's crazy. It also brought back, I mean, since you brought up TikTok, it actually brought back relevance to some artists too, like Jason Derulo. Like we mentioned before. He's a TikTok star now. I wonder mm-hmm. what he's going to do. Is it but I mean, that's, that's and feeding into my point. He was irrelevant. And so, you know, he became a celebrity again. It is interesting how people use TikTok or the tools like that to kind of springboard their careers, you know. Um, But the funny thing is, though, you know, it's worked for Jason Derulo, but he's more so like he's kept the content to, I guess, what TikTok's supposed to be, like silly shit, shenanigans, cakes, like just doing dumb shit, right? But, uh, you know, what was the Drake, like you said, with the, the slide? What was the song he made a couple months ago? I don't even remember, which is kind of... Tootsie Slide. Tootsie Slide. So, Tootsie Slide, if that came out last year when it came out, everybody would be doing that out, bars, clubs. I feel like you'd hear it on the radio all the time. That's not happening right now. People aren't going to bars and clubs. I forgot the name of the song, and it just kind of already disappeared from my head. So I wonder if, uh, you know, the, the current just circumstances alone can kind of hurt how these songs get viral, how they go off. You know, I'm, I guess what I'm saying is I wonder if this is going to have like those long lasting, just game changing effects on the music industry. I mean, again, I might be just completely overthinking it, but that's what I do. I overthink, I overanalyze. I think uh, I know. And what I mean by that is uh, I think, once 2021 comes and stuff is kind of back similar again, people are going to just forget about 2020. Because think about it, we only have three more months or so before the year is already up. That quick, you know? So I think that it, it still has some relevance. Gary, where are you at on this? Yeah, no, what I was uh, mentioning was um, kind of piggybacking off of your point, but it won't really affect them too much. Once you're a big name like that, it's not really hurting guys like him. Um, but anyone else who is not as, you know, as big, where it would hurt is if you're making a dance song, if DJs aren't playing it in a club, then yeah, that'll hurt them. Yeah. Or if it's not, you know, or if it is something somebody's people are vibing to, you can't go nowhere, you know, 
really do the dance and make it a kind of a viral thing. You know what's oh, funny? I was go ahead, Jack. Yeah, I was gonna say people actually are starting to go back to bars and clubs, which yeah. it, I've been seeing it a lot. Like people out just whatever, you know. <laughs> but that's for another podcast or another episode. Yeah, no, I guess I can't make broad strokes to say, yeah, you know, nobody's going out. Like, ah, people are going out. Maybe not the yeah. way they used to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, no judgment. Not as frequent, but they People should wear masks and try to mitigate the spread of this. But, again, we still – look, like you said, we're almost through the year. We still know barely shit about this virus, you know, which is kind of ridiculous. But at least yeah. now we might have more rapid testing, might uh, have – Oh, oh, oh. Speaking of rap, rapid testing, uh, so when I was getting my haircut today, I saw that they're uh, going to do a new test where it, um, it involves saliva. So no yeah. more like uh, the nose thing. It's going to be spit because I think the NBA players are actually doing that right now. Yeah, they so, actually uh, – I think it was this weekend I saw some stuff. I might have retweeted it, but um, it's FDA-backed Yale study, I want to say. Y'all can fact check me out there listening or viewing, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. And, yeah, the NBA – and the NBA or National Basketball Players Association helped fund that study. But, yeah, I mean, they're finding a lot of accuracy with that. I think they said if you were to do two of them, then that's 99%, you know, accuracy with how – I think one might be 94%. Again, y'all can go and fact check all this, but uh, just kind of paraphrasing what I read. But that could change the game a lot because you can identify people that are sick far sooner – and then, you know, do your whole protocol with that. But, yeah, that is a good point, Jock. Uh, speaking of social, uh, social media and TikTok and all that, let's take a quick break. You know, let's shout out our stuff. So, um, Facebook, we got a cool page out there. We've got 200 fans on it. Uh, we're putting out, uh, you know, all of our video clips out there. We're putting out uh, all of our content. We're going to get a little bit more creative with the socials out there. So Repertoire TPN is the Facebook username, Repertoire, the podcast network, hence that acronym. And then on Instagram, that is at the Rep Network, Twitter at the Rep Network. Y'all have been showing us love, interacting with us, so please keep that up. Do at us. And, uh, of course, we'll retweet, shout you all out on the pod. We want more questions from you all. You know, we had a – Really good bonus Q&A episode uh, right around episode 22, 23, somewhere in between there. So we'd love to have more questions from you all. Um, Jock, I know you've been really good about getting people's input. Chance has driven a lot of people to the page. You know, Erica especially, you know, she was one of the biggest uh, people with the most feedback to really glean from. But just keep showing us love, connect with us on there, and join the conversation. But on the topic of social media... Um, talking TikTok and how now it's a tool that everybody basically uses to brand themselves. Gary, you and I were talking about this a little bit, and you brought up a good – initially we thought it was going to be more of a leftovers idea, right, or an extendo on the topic. Mm -hmm. But now I'm like, you know what, let's just make sure we give it full uh, audience time because I feel like it's a good topic. You essentially said social media made all of us celebrities, or at least made us treat ourselves like we're celebrities. So if you want to dive a little bit deeper into that, or, you know, uh, kind of kind of explain where you were going with that one. Well, um, sorry. Yeah, so pretty much uh, me and Mike had a private conversation, and we figured it was definitely docket-worthy. It was um, – I was pretty much thinking the other day, like, you know what? 
with the advancements in social media, a lot of us, or just the everyday person can now be their own celebrity. What I mean by that is celebrities now use social media and it's an easy way for them to become more personable and, you know, and just a casual fan be able to talk to them. But also with that, the everyday person, you know, and local, you can kind of localize it to um, just doing whatever. You can now be your own little celebrity because what we're doing is pe- people nowadays, if they, if they didn't meet you in person or meeting you off social media, a lot of times you're going off your people know some people only by their uh their social media handle and with that like me i'm gary but my handle will be five star fettuccine i could play a whole facade and be fake behind the behind that that imagery i give off like easily just whatever whatever you post and whatever and whatever whether it be pictures or whatever you're saying then becomes your character and then you start trying to feed into that you then become fake for example, a lot of females, like, if you, you know, if you constantly are taking a photo with your makeup on, showing your, the best you, and whether, you know, then have a filter or, you know, um, t- you know, taking, like, pictures, you then become caught up in just. Oh. <laughs> right when Gary got oh, into the meat man. potatoes. got sabotaged. Yeah. What I was gonna say uh, to add on to what yeah, Gary was gonna say is, uh, even with me, right? I know people think that my name is Pierre because of my Pierre style clothing. You know, I have that alias, and because of uh, Twitter, the whole Jock Pierre. So people really think that's my name. So sometimes when I was in public, people, oh Pierre, oh Jock Pierre, I'm like that's not my real name, but what's up? You know, so you definitely can um, have like a Oh, another like persona, you know, from like the real you, you know. Jance, I know you've been all over like the whole clout chasing phenomenon mm-hmm. and people trying to, you know, chase for likes and things like that. So I'm sure you have plenty to add to this. I know you, we've talked about it before in the pod, but I mean, especially now with you, you know, joining a congressional race, to a certain extent, you have to build your own brain and, and lay out what your policies are and what you believe in and what you stand for. So in a lot of ways, you have to treat, you know, I mean, you, I'm not saying you have to treat social media this way, but if you wanted to, hey, social media is that outlet. So, I mean, there's a fine line between clout chasing and putting your brand out there. I know you have a lot to add to that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, uh, like just how Jack said, uh, you know, people think that his name was Pierre just because of, like, you know, how just the name Pierre style clothing, like he's pushing that. He's the face of that brand, you know what I mean? So they know that it's that. It's like Sean John, you know how Diddy did that back, you know, 20 years ago. Like, it was just Diddy at first, so you knew who Sean John was, you know? So it, it's like, and, and it's whatever you do, you know what I'm saying? Whether you're a rapper, whether you're just like a, like a character, you know? Like, some people are characters. Like, I, I guess, like, I kind of consider myself, and people may consider me a character, just because of the way I act when it's really me, you know? And uh, I mean, some people just have like the gift of that and some people can fake that to where they can do a lot. So we know how like, uh, you know, how Martin had tons of characters that he played that he thought of, you know, or that were written for him, but that he could transition and stuff like that. I mean, it's all, and with these, I mean, you're your own cameraman, you're your own producer, you're your own distributor, like, I mean, you know, it's all free. You don't have to pay for anything. So, yes, like, Gary was absolutely right. 
when he like you know thought of that you know everyone with social media everyone is a celebrity because they are but sometimes it's not even like really being fake because like it's kind of like your identity and if you're unique in a way like that's like the way that you kind of get on you know what i mean like uh in a real way like people start to pay for it you know what i mean because they're like oh, okay this this kid has something this this lady's got something this old person has something you know what i mean you guys remember the the lady that used to talk shit and cook uh, a couple of years ago, I, I think her name was like Amy, Auntie Fee or some shit. She's like this lady from um, from like South Central, and like she just got online to like a, a nephew or something like boarding her because she was funny. You know, she's like one of those funny aunties and shit like that. And like she had like just got on and like she was on Ellen and oh oh all this stuff like that. She actually, but like you know, she like died like a few years later just because it was, you know. I guess, I don't know, time for it to go or something like that, but, like, uh, I mean, people just get on just from someone recording them or something. I don't know. Yeah, we are all celebrities, you know, and there's people that can master that shit, like, with or without getting paid. Like, sometimes it's fun for them. Like, it's it's becoming fun for me, you know, like, because I've kind of been doing it lately with my channel and shit, like, you know, with quarantine, like, uh, well, actually, before quarantine started, um, you know, but like when it really started, I, had, I, I felt like I had more time to do things because everyone was at the house. So it's like, you're a kid again, it's the summertime, you know, like, yeah. um, I was talking to you know, one of my youngest earlier and I was asking him what he was going to do and he was saying he was going to go to the beach with, uh, with his homeboy and I was like, yeah, y'all don't, you know, like, y'all don't got money or nothing to go enjoy the beach, you know, like, we're supposed to be like working, you know, because I like got him uh, helping me like you know, mow lawn so they can, like, you know, make some money and stuff like that without, you know what I'm saying, like, being on the block type shit. And um, he was like, he was like, nah, like, you know, it's summertime. And I was like, yo, you've been in summer since March, bro. Like, come on, man. Like, it's been, like, six or seven months. Like, you, you ain't got enough of summer already, you know? Like, and I'm like, yes, because y'all don't do shit. Y'all been sitting in the house and things like that. So now when it's getting cooler and shit like that, you know, like you, you want to get out there, you want to do that, but I, I don't know, well, man. That's that's why. I... Yeah, I think that there's a way. Like I said, you know, there's two very fine lines, right? There's there's, I'm Jock. You know, I've got a fashion line I'm trying to promote. You know, this is uh, all of the, You know, it falls into all these beliefs and all these. Um, you know, philosophies that kind of go into it, right? That's what it is. That's the mission statement. That's what I'm going to pursue. You know, chances, hey, a chance for Texas. Here are my policies. Here's what I believe in. This is who I am. This is what I want to pursue. I think those people that use social media and just go all in on who they are are doing it the right way. If you're using it to say, I am the most me version of me, you know, like if it, that might kind of sound stupid, but if you think about it, you know, I'm the most authentic, full, 100% version of me, unfiltered. Hey, use social media. I think where you run into issues are things like Lil Tay, you know? Y'all remember Lil Tay? She completely disappeared out of the face yeah. of the earth. Yeah. But I mean, the people that are basically saying, hey, I'm going to become a social media personality and become famous that way, that's where I think it almost can kind of fuck up the engineering of your brain you know like the way that your mind is valuing certain things it's kind of like the child um child celebrity thing that we've talked about before like that whole phenomenon 
I think in a lot of ways, you know, social media can be used incorrectly to kind of chase those wrong values as opposed to saying I'm chasing but here you know what uh, here's the best way to sum up what I'm what I'm trying to say succinctly social media should be used as a means to accomplish your goals not to be the end goal I agree um definitely I was going to piggyback off of what you you said chance and then Gary you know I know you had a good point I'll let you uh, finish that I know, like, social media has gave, given me the opportunity to show the world, like, my unique side and me, you know, with anime and fashion and, you know, pro-blackness and pro-this. I show all that on, on Instagram, and, like, that's that's me. I'm not faking none of that. All that stuff that I like, I have different personalities. You know what I mean? I have different stuff that I pull from or whatever. So definitely, you know, Mike, like you said, if you're doing it the right way like that, all for it. But if you're doing it, as far as like the cloud and like, you know, I really like that. And that's when it becomes issues. So definitely I agree with that. Yeah, your shit cut off right when you were getting the meat and potatoes, yeah. man. Yeah, I know. I was trying to, I spent so long trying to build it up and then issues. But yeah, I'm on the laptop now, so I'm good. But what I was trying to say, y'all brought up some good points uh, from when I came back. Uh, like, you, definitely a lot of us, we're very, you know, we're not to our own horn, but we're pretty authentic. Like, we're not going to miss like we're the type of person to not miss a good moment like we'd rather like catch a good moment and not record it or not snap it but no but we all know between us that memory you know what i mean but so i mean i mean me and jock we went to what the Tosca and Bino concert and just going to any concert you see people now they'll instead of actually being in a moment of vibing to the music they'll instead record it and then they're looking at everything through the lens of their camera so you're never even visual you're not even seeing like life as it happens you're viewing present. everything yeah you're viewing you're not present you're viewing everything from behind exactly and uh and, and with that a lot of people are doing it for the wrong reason we find so many people that are so corny like the corniest people like will put on such a big facade for youtube or ig and you swear they're you know you, you think they're like probably like the coolest person in the world but you realize they're lame and they sit at home all day it's like then the day people don't get their ass out, they don't socialize, don't even know how to talk to each other. Like people have horrible communication skills. They talk so fake, they're corny, and barely even know what to talk about. Yeah, and I think the thing too, um, I heard, it might've been on a Joe Rogan podcast, he was talking about, the guest he had was talking about the way that we process information nowadays. Um, you know, instead of us, I mean, we've talked about it a billion times on this one, you know, the people that are going after headlines, you know, clickbait, you know, we're looking at the way we, social media has created this phenomenon where you have such a small amount of real estate, you got to be very disruptive, grab somebody's attention, or if you're a news entity or something like that is trying to spread the word, you're only going to process the little bit of the information that kind of backs your agenda or backs what you're trying to say. And I think that's why you see so many media entities now are very you know open about where they lean and so many of them have a lean it's hard to find just unfiltered factual news nowadays everything is a you know an opinion or it's hey just this little bit of information backs what i'm trying to say it's kind of like processed food you know fast food junk food shit that's in the freezer that you throw in the oven it, it it's not really a full meal it's enough to kind of get you to hold you over you know, and that's the way we have news nowadays. People just see a headline and share it, not even read what's going into it. 
you know, and those are the dangers of social media for sure. So um, I'm going to start reading this book pretty soon called The Digital Minimalist or Minimalism. And I recommend that all the listeners and viewers and even you guys pick that book up because it really shows you from my understanding of the book on how to like just minimalize, you know what I mean? Being on social media and just having technology so much because that is what's wrong, bro. I know me personally, I'm on my phone way too much, way more than I what I should be. I know that I'm pushing like, you know, my clothing line and stuff, but still like it becomes a lot. So with this book, I hope that it just really teaches me like, hey man, you really don't need technology like as much as you think you do. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to be able to go like a week or two just without looking at my phone. I want to get to that point, you know? And so, uh, yeah, definitely. You guys should check that book out. Um, I'm going to check it out. So I thought I'd share it with you. Always like sharing good reading, for sure. Gary, do you have anything else? Any other meat left on the bone? Man, uh, the last last thing I had with that was, I guess, was mainly just about the fakeness. Um, like, it's, what it was was <clears throat> uh, Gen X and millennials, you know, like a lot of technology – like drastically progressed during our time period so we got to see like a lot of things like i remember even like having black and white tvs you know still around like in you know at like a grandma's house you know on occasion so i mean stuff like that or just you know our two tvs like we used to have and then in the span of like what 2005 to 2015 you, you see these large leaps in technology and because of that the generations like our sibling you know if we have any younger siblings it be Gen X or our kids and their generation, all they grew up into. So imagine a little Gen X girl that all she sees is these only fan girls walking around. That's all she knows. She's going to automatically, as soon as she has puberty, be in competition with a lot of, with a lot of these chicks. And that's all she's going to know. Like, oh, I know about this and this. So I'm a, you know, they're constantly in competition they, and they're forever going to be stuck in that, fr that frame of mind where like, oh, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I am I am my social media presence. I'm not me, yeah, but um, I'm, 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 I'm user name, whatever, whatever. So <laughs> then, so when I say celebrity, you're then, you then become a, you're thrusted into being a child star. So you're forever like, oh, I'm gonna put on this face and be this person because my, my viewers, my followers like this, but it's like, that's not you. So people don't see the unfiltered stuff. And uh, like, I know with me, I don't even like, I feel so weird if I take a picture and if I have to take it again, then I know like, uh, like I should shouldn't even post it, or like not even that. But if I'm in a moment and it, and it wasn't captured, I'm never gonna redo that moment. I see some people so many times like, oh, that was cool, let's do it again. I'm like, no, nah, because because I'm not gonna redo something that was fake. Like I can never do that. I see a lot of people I love and care about that do that. Like, hey, do 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 that again. Hey, what'd you say? What'd you say? And it's like, <laughs> nah, can't. Yeah, it's not yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah. Like. That's uh, that's something that I've realized, you know what I'm saying, in the, just the past, you know, few months, just getting back on social media because I was ghost for years, you know, uh, like so active, but like ghost, you know, like uh, wouldn't even like take pictures of myself, selfies, anything like that, videos, things like that. But like in the past, you know, few months, I have been and like it's been picking up, but I've been like myself, like it's been one take shit, like I just didn't give a fuck. It was no editing, it was just raw shit. And, like, people fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? And it's easy. Like, how Jack was saying earlier, you know, like, uh, you know, he spent, like, 
a lot of time on the phones and shit like that. Like as much like as active as my accounts may seem on social media now, you know, like within like the past three months or whatever, I probably spend 30 minutes tops, you know, like on like actually like doing what I'm doing, whether it's, you know, uh, like reposting like, you know, stuff that I scroll through and see like on my story and like, you know, the way that I do it, you know, the aesthetic or whatnot. And because that's all it is. Like, I'm doing it as I go, but I'm literally probably spending 30 minutes on that shit. Like, yeah, it may seem like I'm looking at my phone, like, all throughout the day, but, like, you look at this shit, and, like, you can do what you do in, like, you know, like, 45 seconds, and you're done, you know? Like, and you've gone through, like, four or five apps, you know, and, like, done what you did, and, like, put it down, you go back to, like, what are you doing? You know, like, I even start, like, writing down and stuff again, you know, like, reading and stuff like, you in my garage, you know what I mean? weird shit like it's weird like i have been unplugging from this but like at the same time i've i've been using it you know because like you you do have to use this this is how you know the world runs now you know like with with everything whether it's you know desktop laptop or mobile um or something in your car you know like you're you're talking to a machine and you're it's it's everything is being brought to you so like yeah we're we're living like the jetsons you guys remember how the jetsons house was you know it was like a like a bubble you know mm-hmm. what i mean but then like it was way up way up high it's like, like a bubble and shit and like then they have to get in the little bubble hover things and go like to the next bubble you know and like so that's, that's what we're getting now when you said generations uh gary and um <clears throat> Like, I got, like, real excited because I, like, remember my mom was, like, on some, like, little, um, like, meeting to work because, you know, my mom's a, a, a English professor or whatever. She's actually her 30th year uh, this month, so uh, shout out to my mom for, like, you know, that or whatever. But, um, <laughs> like, uh, they, she went to the restroom and I was like, oh, I'll sit down and I'll take notes because it's funny, like, because me, like, I used to go to, to school with her a lot when she would teach. You know, like, and just sit in, like, you know, sit in her class and shit. Like, whatever it was, like, with the students, like, you know what I'm saying? It'd be, like, some girl, like, oh, you so cute. Come sit with me, you know, or some shit like that. You know, being, like, three, four, five years old, you know, before, like, you know, you really were in kindergarten. And so it was, like, sitting in a meeting, like, you know, because they don't show the cameras all the time because no, everyone, you know, you know, you're in a conference. And in the time she was in the, in the restroom, like, I took these notes or whatever, and... <clears throat> They were talking about the um, the five generations uh, in society, whether it's the workforce, the classroom, or social. There's there's five generations, literally. And they said uh, that there's traditional, which is from 1925 to 45. Boomers, which is 46 to 65, like 1946 to 65. Gen X is officially, I guess, 66 to 80. Millennials or Generation Y would be uh, from 81 to 95, and then Gen Z would be from 96 to present. And that, that actually makes total sense. And it's weird because, like, I've talked to people that were born in, like, 1996, 1997, like, 98, 2000, 2004. They're like, I folks, you know, are, like, the you know, similar in, in personality and everything. Like, you know, like, but they, it, you realize you're like, damn, they're way in, like, a whole nother generation. And then there's people that are like actual boomers that I know that are friends of mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you do like, you know, in the social sphere 
of the world, like in everyday life. I mean, we are dealing with five generations. So it's the communications with each other. That's kind of why I feel like we're kind of getting kind of away from just, you know, being around people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in the scheme of things. So, well, I don't know. That's kind of just a, is a weird. Uh, go ahead. No, I mean, right down that alley. So, you know, talking about books, one of my favorite books ever, like top two, three, is The Power of Habit. You know, it talks about choices you make to develop habits that basically determine who you are. You know, our habits and our choices basically determine our trajectory in life. There's a book like that called The Compound Effect that I just heard about today that I'm going to probably add to my reading list next thing I read. And it also talks about the little choices that you make and how, um, you know, choices, consistency, and time basically directly impact radical change for the good or the bad. You, that, that's your choice, you know, to, to dictate where that goes. But I think, you know, with those books and kind of just the way that I see things, I'm a big believer in circumstances determining more who we are and the way we act, even more so than our nature. I think a lot of times people act because of what they're surrounded by. They act by what's on their mind. You know, just the other day I was watching Enemy of the State and, uh, you know, old Will Smith movie. Now, this was 22 years ago this movie came out. So it came out in uh, 98. Um, you know, this is right before 9-11. You know, this is three years before 9-11. But even then, they were talking about the dangers of, um, you know, too much uh, national security, too much access to our privacy, and too much access to what we're talking about. You know, the whole movie is basically an NSA thriller about, you know, the, the horrors of them coming in and, and you know, over-spying, overstepping. Now, set aside the conspiracy stuff, even though that it was three years before 9-11 and they were talking about all this anti-security stuff, and you see the, the Patriot Act get passed a couple years later, and then, you know, Snowden, that whole story. Um, the antagonist in the movie, John Voight, his character... Uh, his birthday in the movie is 9-11, which is another weird thing. But anyway, I'll, I'll quit rambling and come back to my main point here. Just looking at that, it's a time capsule of what was going on in people's minds at the time. You know, it was all about privacy and security. And it showed, hey, big bad, right? Exaggeration. Hey, this is what can happen if this is unchecked. Now, you know, you see the same kind of things with social media. It's dictating how we are. It's dictating the way we communicate. It's dictating the way the generations interact. And just to kind of bring it back full circle, the reason the generations are so drastically different is what's going on around them. You know, we lived through no internet and then having internet and now internet's everywhere. We're kind of that bridge generation, you know? People before us, you know, they didn't grow up with the internet. The people after us only knew a world with the internet. So I think just because of circumstances alone, you see this huge gap mm -hmm. and these huge divides and the way people do other things and the way we interact. It's it's very circumstantial, you know? It's all about your surroundings. Nature versus nurture. Mm -hmm. And I used to always be a big nature person, but the last couple of months as I've gotten older, you know, started looking around, I'm more of a believer in nurture. I think you can create habits for good, but just as equally people can create their own habits for bad and uh you know the detriment to themselves and to others so it's all about understanding the ramifications of 
how our surroundings really impact the way we live our lives and how we, you know, determine where we go next. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, we are that uh, uh, that generational bridge to uh, that, uh, I believe, along with uh, Generation X, uh, too, because those are the guys that, like, kind of put forth uh, the technology for us. Uh, I believe, you know, uh, or the the uses. I believe that they were the guinea pigs of it, because like I, you know, it was the boomers that kind of really came up with the shit. But um, yeah, we're we're that generation to be like you know, born with out, and then you know to to have like in our adolescence. It's so, almost uh, like a. I'm a I think that I, I think that we're the uh, the generation that's going to kind of get us through. Um, you know this this decade you know what i mean like uh because it's as you can see just you know this year at the start of it it's uh it's, it's gonna be a tough one you know what i mean and like so i think that like it's really our time to really start like caring about like the shit that does go on you know what i'm saying like in the world because we're, we're like the next guys that have to like hold it down you know what i mean because like the other these other guys on here you know like uh the boomers and x i mean they're they're kind of failing at uh, what it is, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like you know, they we're in our 30s now, and we were born in, you know, 89 or whatever, almost 90s babies or whatever, you know, and we still feel young, but we're, we're old, you know what I mean? So, like, it's, it's our time to kind of, like, really, like, you know, like, step up and, you know, shit, like, do shit for the world, you know? Like, Michael Jackson's like, heal the world, you know what I mean? Hey, Chance, what I was uh, what I was trying to say earlier was um, you brought up a point, like um, like like we were able to kind of see the good and the bad, or like be without technology and with it. It's almost like a, a kid who grew up in the hood that now lives in the suburbs. You know, you've seen both. Yeah, and I mean that's why they always say you never forget where you came from. Wherever you grew up, I mean that was your circumstances, and a lot of you know, your your habits that you developed to kind of deal with your surroundings, whether that's good surroundings or bad surroundings, you know, they kind of define a lot of who you are. And I don't want to say you are what you're surrounded by. You know, I think if you're ever in a bad situation, there are all ways to kind of re-gear and rechange your circumstances, but, uh, or change your circumstances, not rechange them. But, you know, I think a lot of who we are has to do with what's, you know, what influences are around us, what we see on TV all the time, what we see on social media all the time, these ads we see popping up. I mean, I'm not saying anything that we don't know, but I think people just don't realize how much those things impact us. You know, we all know it impacts us, but the subliminal messages that you just constantly have just sitting in there, sitting in there, sitting in there, after a while you start to believe it, or at least you can if you don't catch yourself, you know, if you don't kind of audit what you're consuming, you don't watch what you eat, so to say. Yeah, and to um to piggyback off of like each and every one of you guys, I know me, you know, back in the day when we had the uh, compact desktops, they were the stationary with the dial up with the AOL. The internet was so damn slow that you didn't want to sit there and wait for it to like load up. So we had to go outside and have to interact with each other and stuff because we had to sit there the whole time and like wait for things, you know. So that's that's the beauty of. I think that we have the the most versatile like generation like you know of course out of everything it's just how i feel you know it's because like we're best of both worlds you know 
Um, so it's just crazy, you know, when you guys said that, it kind of like a little flashback happened in my head. And like, I remember those days, you know, I remember yeah. the map quest and, you know, the wrong directions and all that, you know. <laughs> So it just printing it just, out, you know, printing out directions and shit like that, like you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, right. So it's just crazy how far like we've come. You know what I'm saying? So like to this point, you know. So Chance, you're definitely right. Like we definitely do gotta realize that hey, we are getting to that that age where we're getting older, and we have to like actually like show the younger. Uh, we gotta take care. Of, we gotta take care of like the ones that are older than us and the ones that are younger than us. You know what I mean? Like because we we've seen both. Like you said, we we got the best of both worlds. So like that's I mean I don't know man if like you know when I when I filled out my FEC thing it was kind of some shit that like just you know happened because like I was you know you know you know but um like it, when it happened and I realized that it was real and it could be done you know what I'm saying it didn't cost me any money like then it was I had time to kind of think of something and I'm creative enough to like kind of you know what I'm saying at least promote myself in a way. Like, and then, I, you know, like, I went from being scared shitless, you know what I'm saying, to, like, me having the most confidence that I've ever had since, you know, like, I was fucking, like, you know, 13, 14, 15, 16, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's kind of like like starting over, you know what I mean? Like, uh, from, like, 15 years ago, you know what I mean? Like, when we got to fucking middle school and shit, like, we, we like, did, you know, it's, like, crazy shit. I, well, I guess, like, not, I, I guess 20 years ago. Um, you know, and like, you know, 15 years ago when we got to like to high school and shit like that, you know, like it, it got even like bolder and shit like that, you know what I mean? So like, it's, it's kind of like going into a new era, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even though like, I, I don't have like money to like to, you know, be like, you know, fan out or whatever like that. I feel like I, I got like everything that I need right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm finally starting to appreciate like, you know, that. I got everything, so I'm really starting to, like, kind of, like, do for myself so I can start taking care of all this shit because, like, I, I'm really, like, man in the house now, you know what I mean? Like, like the shit show, you know? And so, you know, it's, it's really, I'm the only one here, you know? Like, everybody else, like, the other guys in here are fucking 10 and 11, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, it's, it's time, and me realizing that, that it's time for me to step up here, it's kind of, like, it's weird that me, you know, like realizing that shit, you know, and I feel like everyone isn't like no none of my peers, you know what I'm saying, like has even like attempted something like this. And they've, you know what I'm saying, probably been in the corporate world for like, you know, like twenty years, you know what I'm saying? Because I have a friends and shit like that when they're still doing the same thing. You know, twenty year guys at their job was I mean, maybe they love it, but a lot of them they don't. They hate it. You know what I'm saying? I can tell or they've told me. You know, but like it's it, it, it's crazy. Like we can really, we're at. This is the time since March for real, for everyone that wanted to do whatever it is they wanted to do, to do it. You know what I mean? If you wanted to be a police officer, dude, this is the best time for you to be like go training and go try to be a police officer. You know what I'm saying? Like if you wanted to be a fireman, like this is the best time. People need this shit. These jobs are really out there. Like yeah, if people lost 40 million jobs. Well, guess what? Those jobs aren't coming back. It's going to automation, but there's tons. There's there's the creative shit out here, man. Like you gotta just get on it. Like this is like this dream child of uh, of uh, of Don't At Me or the Repertoire Network came from me and Mike when we were probably in like seventh grade. 
we talked about like having some shit like that. You know, like it was a different medium back then. You know what I'm saying? But like we talked about having like a show, a TV show, or some shit like that. You know, and he can, you know, what I'm saying like vouch for that shit. It's not just no bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and especially like in, in when it got to high school. You know, when we did get like to the internet, like to MySpace and you know Facebook and shit like that. Like it, it became fun. We were like, oh, this is what we want to do. And so, like, you know, like, us turning 30, we really still got the bowl rolling with that. So it's kind of like a mutual thing that just kind of happened because I guess we just know, you know? It's something that we just figured out. It just snapped, like Thanos. Because I, yeah, I really I, believe Thanos um, is snapped with Kobe. Well, I think just to kind of go back to what you said and bring it all full circle and put a bow on the end of the docket, it does start with a choice, you know? You just have to make that choice – find the goal, uh, you know, kind of reverse engineer. How do you get where you want to be and then step behind that, step behind that, step behind that. So I guess just to kind of bring it full circle, make your choice, be cautious, you know, understand the game, understand the circumstances, and understand that what you say people will hear. It's going to reach somebody's ears and hopefully it'll influence them. But um, any, any final thoughts on the docket before we wrap things up? Yeah, I just want to say uh, shout out to all my millennials. Um, <laughs> y'all consider yourselves millennials? See, I that's mean, the we, thing about the bridge thing. I don't mean to back it up. I mean, we are. Like, I actually think that, I mean, it, this kind of does fit my theory, but I think that the generations are a little bit smaller than what's kind of on paper and what's like theorized in the past, you know, 20 years or whatever. You know, like, I think that it's kind of a, a smaller window of, I, I don't think that, like, people that are, like, you know, 11 to 16 right now really, like, get what people are, like, you know, fucking, uh, like, 18 to 20. Like, I, they, they're totally different people. Right. And they probably stay totally different people to, like, for time on, you know? But, like, that's neither here or there. But, like, I mean, I don't know. It, it it's it's weird because things change every day you know what i'm saying so i don't know man like it's it, it's kind of crazy that and even kids don't even do the same thing you know how like remember shit used to kind of go around like uh back in like i would say like middle school days you had rumors and like you went to different schools but they had those same rumors you know what i'm saying like the little bow wow one the uh you know you know what i'm talking about little bow wow you guys Come on, Sierra. what happened with him and his bodyguard? Yeah, we've all heard him. B2K. Yeah. being a man. And yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like all this little shit. And that's kind of pre-internet. Like everyone wasn't on the internet as, as prevalent in those days. You know what I'm saying? Because we were kind of early on that shit. So I don't know, man. It's, it is crazy. That's, a, that, that's some shit to always talk about. You know what I mean? Like we could talk about that shit for hours, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, let's put a ball on that shit, though. Like what's the, there's anything else on the docket? That's it. I do that's it. Oh, that's it. Thank you all for that's tuning it. Well, shit, I do want shout outs. You know what I mean? Like, um, just everybody that's been helping me out. You guys, especially, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, through support and shit, through, like, the, the group chat and, you know, the, the mini group chats and shit. And that's, you know what I'm saying, not only you guys, just everybody else out there, too, because it's weird how that's, like, a web in itself. You know what I'm saying? Like, that we we all control, you know, actually personally and shit like that. So, um, like, I want to give a shout out to everybody, man, because, like, you know, I, I feel like I really haven't had any, like, real ambition in, like, forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, since probably, like, 2003. 
You know what I'm talking about? So like, and it's great that I'm actually getting positive feedback, negative feedback, what people think I should do, what people think I shouldn't do. And, you know, it, it all feels good. Like, and uh, like you said, Mike, it's all about choices. And uh, I, I feel like I'm, I'm making the right ones because I'm kind of thinking for myself. You know, I'm not like, uh, and, and it feels good. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel 15 years old, you know? So I appreciate you guys and like, you know, uh, give a shout out to like all the fans again, you know what I mean? Like, cause you know, this this right here is kind of the medium that uh, kind of really started the, you know, it was the, the flick of the bit, you know what I'm saying? And like, as I saw that this flame grew, you know what I mean? And like Mike got into it, he, he had more time because of the job change and then quarantine hit. Saying it was like everything was happening like perfectly, you know what I mean? And like we moved from spot, you know, we started this shit in the car, you know what I mean? Like recorded on, on this mic right here, actually, you know what I mean? And we're almost like 50 like episodes in, like at a year, and this is like it's like a second job, you know what I'm saying? And like to everything else, and I know you guys feel like that too. Like we feel obligated to do this shit just because like we said we were gonna do this shit, you know? So. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I, this shit feels good. And even, like, the other umbrella shit that we got coming up, man, like, it's, it's all working out. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Paco. Shout out to Alan. Fucking everybody. Blake, the guys you've never even seen, the Christian boys, you know what I'm saying, that y'all never even seen, man. It's a lot of us out there. And we all got something. So, yeah, man, y'all going to see a lot of us, like, soon, man, for real. Especially after 50, I feel like this shit is really going to, like, you know what I mean? Like, man, I think 50 is going to be the one, like, to get the ball rolling, it's gonna be like it's 50 cent back on that gangster shit. You know what well, like, hey, the ball's so in y'all's court. Help it. us get there. Um, thanks for the support, as always. Uh, you know, subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. Uh, rolling out a new feature actually on the leftovers, so make sure you tune in. We're gonna have a little phone number, something like that, that you can call in and leave a little leave a little message. But uh, we have a leftovers coming after this. Again, follow us on social media at the Rep Network on Instagram, Twitter, and then uh, Facebook Repertoire Tweet Repertoire TPN. Sorry. And then the last thing I had was we got a shit ton of merch. Go to the website www.therep.network. Jock, I know you got plenty to add to that because you've probably got you're at least getting the most action on the Pierre style, man. Yeah, and you know, once again, thank you guys for supporting me. Uh, I didn't think it was going to be as big as it is, but it just keeps growing and growing and growing. So it actually allowed me to have another colorway that's coming out, which I mentioned, and I'm going to bring it back up. Uh, but, yeah, I have the uh, ivory colors coming out really soon, like in a week. So I'm excited about that because it was really hard for me ivory. to get – It was really hard for me to get my – Yeah, it was really hard for me to get, like, my hands, like, on that color because for some reason right now, white and ivory, they're hard to, like, come by, you know. And so I got my chance to like, – yeah, so, like, I finally got my chance to get it, so I'm sharing it with you guys. So give me a week, and I'll start taking orders. With that, that's another episode. So keep doing what you do. Help us spread the word. Check out the Repertoire Network, and uh, don't at me. Peace. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs>